Hey there, everyone. Before we start the show, we here at Popcorn for Dinner want to give a big shout out to our good friend and illustrator, Kyle Kedzik, for helping us celebrate making it to 40 episodes with some uh, brand new custom artwork, which is now up on all of our social media accounts. We love it. We hope you love it. And if you're looking for some new custom artwork for your business or project, you can look him up on Facebook at Kyle Kedzik or even drop him a line at kylekedzik at gmail.com. That's K-Y-L-E-K-E-D-Z-U-C-H at gmail.com. everybody welcome back to popcorn for dinner this is jeff and kelly before they were famous month week three <laughs> the movie that we are doing for this week is the uh, 1987 american science fantasy action film masters of the universe based on and this is the most fucking ridiculous thing based <laughs> on the mattel toy line of the same name so it's like this wasn't even <laughs> truly yeah something like the, everything about this came from toys you yeah. know it's just like here is generic hero man or mm -hmm. he man mm -hmm. and he fights fucking uh skeletor skeleton face mm -hmm. there you go and then the kids just make it up and then whatever and they sell toys yeah and then eventually it like became a franchise mm -hmm. um definitely so yeah the, the the weirdest thing i think i've ever sort of heard of in, 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 in this kind of stuff like there was no pre-existing backstory or anything no yeah. one created that it was just here's a toy exactly here's a guy with muscles on a sword he fights a skeleton <laughs> like you know it's it's so like eh, whatever maybe i'm being hard on it but i will say this and i have not seen the cartoon so i have no idea <laughs> in terms of like quality of that i know it's like campier yeah and like you know like i'm skeletor and he's got you know a silly voice and all that kind of stuff yeah but like this movie it looks like something based on nothing <laughs> you know what i mean it really does like it really it like it's just like the worst elements of like sci-fi and fantasy mm -hmm. crammed together uh in service of like nothing <laughs> you know like it's 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 really bad it's a yeah. bad movie it is a it's, really bad movie it is and the like <laughs> the thing that struck me that was like <laughs> oh no i had this like horrible personal realization so sitting there watching it and i was like this is such the like lamest attempt to ape like star wars mm -hmm. in the longest time like just like the the soldiers and just like how you could just swap everybody's name yeah to a star wars character and nothing would ever sound out of place mm -hmm. or the you know the scenario is just like oh yeah bring them to me and this and that and all you know and it's just like <laughs> yeah this is fucking this is just it's someone trying to do another star wars and being really bad at it yeah and then i realized i was like oh man this this movie must be what Star Wars looks like to Kelly. You know what I mean? Because like I was looking at it like, what a bunch of garbage. What a baloney-filled sack of garbage. Not like Star Wars. And then thinking about it like, oh, no. That's the, if, and if you can tell, too, 
then that says something about it as well. Or it's like, you've only seen one of them and it's like the newer one. So this movie would have no real like influence from it. And you could still tell like, oh yeah, this is just the same crap. I mean, a little bit. And it isn't really helped much by the like sort of bland and generic teenager roles. Yeah. Like, oh, one's moving away and they have to end their like lovey relationship at the end of high school and true i mean it's definitely something that uh that brings up a lot of the issues with this movie (laughs) which is something that isn't even overlooked by like people who even kind of like it because i know there's like a cult audience for it who's Mm -hmm. like oh my god it's the he-man movie yeah skeletor (laughs) but like even they understand that it's like yeah this movie was cheap as fuck Mm -hmm. And they couldn't actually set anything in any kind of fantastical world. So they just had to come to Earth and hang out with two annoying teenagers. And it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, man, that is a huge bummer. Uh, The only not bummer about it, though, is that Julie Mm -hmm. is played by little baby Courtney Cox. She's so tiny. Oh, my God. It was wonderful. It was so funny seeing her in that waitress outfit right off the bat because Mm -hmm. all I could think of was friends when (laughs) when she dresses as the, like, 50s. Yeah. Waitress or whatever. Oh, man, that was hysterical. On roller skates. Yeah. So I was like, (laughs) immediately I was on board with that. Uh, And she sort of starts as like our like person Mm -hmm. into the story. You know what I mean? I always forget exactly the terminology that most people (laughs) use for that kind of stuff. But like the audience surrogate sort of where it's like, oh, what is all this zaniness? And, you know, she's the human in the weird in all this weirdness. Yeah. She's the audience analog. Yeah. Uh, and then by the end of the movie, they just sort of sideline her mm-hmm. and it becomes Kevin, right? Kevin was her boyfriend's yeah. name. Yeah. It becomes like Kevin becomes the guy and whatever. And it's like, that guy sucked. He sucked yeah. since the beginning. Why are we giving all the cool shit to him instead of just letting Courtney Cox do it? Yeah, seriously. It's super lame. <laughs> um, But it was so cool fucking seeing her in this. And something <laughs> absolutely hysterical that I did not know until I looked into it later because the name was not familiar even in the slightest. Saw it in the credits, laughed at it, had no clue who it was. Christina Pickles. Yeah, you saw that name? I, I saw Christina that. Christina Pickles. Do you know who that is? No. She plays Judy Geller on Friends, Monica's mom. Wait. Who she did- is the, like, uh, the, the, whatever, the princess thing that's, like, frozen in the castle or whatever. Oh, the sorceress? The sorceress. Yeah, that's, that's her. Ah! Yeah, right? I mean, they never really meet in the the movie. I doubt they even shot at the same time ever. But it's pretty cool that, like, I'm sure on set, they were like, oh, my God, you were in that garbage, too? Oh, it's hysterical. (laughs) I never even saw it. I didn't care. (laughs) Uh, So I thought that was hysterical. That is really funny. But uh, Dolph Lundgren is He-Man. Frank Langella as Skeletor. He's just, like, a really well-respected great actor. And it's super silly that he's playing Skeletor. And it's even sillier how much he loved the role. That is really reading silly. about it. Like apparently his son played with the toys and loved them, okay. and he was like, "Oh my god, then I'm going to be in this movie, and I'm going to be Skeletor, and I'm going to make him like a Shakespearean villain and all this kind of stuff." <laughs> and it's like, okay, look, he could have the greatest time in the world, mm-hmm. and I guess it's better that he plays it more straight than like super like Jim Carrey campy or something, <laughs> you know? But yeah. um. 
I don't care what the fuck anybody says. That Skeletor makeup is so bad. It was so awful. so bad. Awful. That it just like I, I couldn't get any enjoyment out of that performance because I was just looking at this thing like they mm. thought this looked good. They mm-hmm. were like, this is what goes up on the screen. Like truthfully, that fucking face makeup and shit Mm -hmm. that is a like losing and getting kicked off the show makeup job from that face-off show yes that like makeup competition show Mm -hmm. like that looked like garbage and if they brought that up those judges would have torn it to shreds because it looks like shit yes some of the the other creatures moved yeah the way that it moved the way that it didn't look like bone Mm -hmm. the way that it didn't look like a skull like the way that he had teeth Mm -hmm. behind like far <laughs> where back. teeth would be like, like what's yeah, that a skull yeah what the fuck like, like it's clearly like he's he has something on his teeth like he has fake teeth uh-huh. but then the mask protrudes so much from yeah. his face that it's like that's that, where the teeth should be mm-hmm. on the front where there's nothing and then he has like another set of teeth behind that it's the worst fucking makeup yeah. job in Awful. the world Awful. i uh, <laughs> so bad uh some of the other ones are better like, at least in terms of the, like, the makeup. Like, yeah. the, some of those, like, mercenary characters, the, like, Skeletor's mercenaries mm-hmm. that he sends after them, they look okay. Yeah. Like, that one has that cool effect that it's, like, it, like neck inflates when mm-hmm. it breathes and stuff. And I read mm-hmm. about how they had the, like, the actor in there had, like, a little straw. Mm-hmm. They and it goes to into. a balloon. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it inflates it and stuff. It's like, that's really cool. They've done that on Face Off. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, that's a cool effect. That's a nice makeup job. It looks cool. Even the dumb ones, like whatever the fuck that, like that main one with the hook. Yeah. That had the like thing, that, that dumb fucking mm-hmm. piece of garbage. And the not Chewbacca. Yeah, evil Chewbacca. Oh my God. That's immediately <laughs> what I thought of. I was like, oh, it's evil Chewbacca. And it's like, no, it's Beast Man. Okay. He has his own Wikipedia page. Thank you. It's like, yeah, no, that's just evil Chewbacca. I don't really give a shit. Yeah. It's the dumbest thing in the world. I thought the, what was the troll guy, Dimwit, Dillweed? Gwildor. Gwildor. Dillweed. (laughs) It might as well have been. (laughs) Gwildor. I, okay, like, if we're going there, then we're going there. Because, like, going through this list of people, there's so many dumb fucking idiots. Like He-Man himself. Yeah. Uh, truthfully. Like, I don't know what anybody else thinks about it. If it's just like, oh, it's it's a funny kind of dumb role. Or if anyone thinks it's good. Yeah. It's terrible. Dolph Lundgren is bad. <laughs> like, I don't blame him for not having a good, like, American accent to speak English in. Because he's Swedish. Yeah, it sounds. Yes, he's Swedish. So, you know, heavy accent and stuff. So it's like, okay, I don't blame him for that. It's yeah. just the fact that it's a terrible movie. And I'm sure the director was terrible because yeah. this whole thing is terrible. Yeah. So it's like, I don't put the blame on him. It's just everything is working against him. Yeah. <laughs> he had no chance. Yeah. And the fact that the character is like barely in the movie. Seriously? It is so absurd. I was expecting him to like be a hero and be there throughout the movie. Yeah. And he just basically disappears yeah. for long stretches of time and then just shows up when he feels like it. Mm-hmm. Shows uh, up when it's convenient. Yeah, really. Uh, and then you got the fucking detective. Was he on coke? <laughs> I don't know, but he was uh, so he twitchy was... and like licking his lips <laughs> and like rubbing his nose. Like he it was a character choice. It... He's uh, he's in Back to the Future. He's the principal, Principal Strickland. I knew he looked familiar. Yeah, it's just uh, he's a cop in this one, and he's kind of a lunatic. 
then you have just the goddamn worst named character in the history of uh, bad guy names. Evil Lynn. Mm-hmm. Evil Dash Lynn. Not even just like Evelyn and you pronounce it wrong, but Evil Lynn. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel terrible for for Meg Foster. I mean, I don't feel terrible for her because I know that people are, are like she's she's good in the crappy role she has. Yeah, and it's like she probably looks the best out of all the bad guys in terms of like and uh, like a decent design, mm-hmm. uh, like for their like you know costume yeah. and character and stuff. She has those really great eyes that like are her eyes the mm-hmm. like like milky white gray blue eyes yeah like those are just her eyes i read all about that <laughs> That's that, awesome. that like people love to cast her in sci-fi shit because she has like these crazy eyes and they don't have to do anything to them just yeah. they're her eyes fucking let's do it <laughs> so it's like she's cool and all but character name the worst thing in the world Absolutely. That's the laziest piece of shit i've ever fucking heard mm-hmm. like i've I, I don't have any respect for this movie <laughs> you know what i mean because it's yeah. like it's in like you it's like they're uh they didn't even try it's like they didn't even have their imaginations turned yeah. on when they did any of this it's yeah. all so like just base level bullshit like uh he he looks like conan uh but then there's like portals like space movies mm-hmm. and uh all this shit uh, fucking you got little grill door down here with his fucking like the the not yoda because mm-hmm. they go into his little house and it's like oh it's little because he's little and you're big and he's little mm-hmm. and it's like yoda and oh my god and it's the dumbest fucking shit didn't he have big ears too yeah he had big giant ears and everything but truthfully and I, I just called him Grildor because that's how I wrote his name down throughout all of my notes because it fucking sounded like everybody said Grildor. Is it? And then in the credits, it was GW. Gwildor? Yeah, and I'm like, Gwildor? Nobody pronounced it Gwildor. I heard ours the whole movie. This is ridiculous. So I'm I... going to call him Grildor because Gwildor is dumb. I just Not that Grildor is the... any better. <laughs> I just called him the troll. I straight up hated him. Yeah, he was pretty awful. Full on hated. It was like kind of gross makeup too. Yeah, it was disgusting. He looked like a monster. Like he looked like what I assume the leprechaun in Leprechaun looks like. Yeah. Because I personally haven't even seen the original Leprechaun yet. Yeah, neither have I. Um, but the only the only thing I truthfully knew about Leprechaun was like as a kid seeing the boxes at the video store and being like, oh, it looks weird. And uh Wayne's World. <laughs> when he when he puts the the flashlight on his face, he's like, "I'm the leprechaun." And yes. Garth is like, "No, don't." That's all I do. It's just like, "Oh, he's the leprechaun." Um, but yeah, that's sort of what I assume the leprechaun looks like. And mm-hmm. it's like he's just he's so fucking gross and awful looking, and he sounds terrible, mm-hmm. and he's just the worst. So annoying. <laughs> so fucking annoying. And so many moments in my notes I wrote like just that I hoped he would die. Like I would <laughs> hope that this scene would be the scene where he dies. <laughs> like when they go through the portal and they land on Earth and he's stuck face first in the muck in mm. like a pond. Mm-hmm. I was like, please God, just let him drown. <laughs> please, nobody save him. And then later Later in the movie, when the fucking bad guys just leave everybody alone, mm-hmm. like they get He-Man, and then it's like, what about all those fucking compatriots over here? And they're just like, Bleh, and they just leave. It's like nothing. Yeah. I wrote my notes. I was like, you're not going to do anything to anybody? Not even Grildor? Yeah. Please? Please kill Grildor. He's a traitor. <laughs> he's the worst. Oh, he's terrible. Um, Yeah, I thought that was, I thought his character sucked. I hated the performance. Like, I feel bad because I know that Billy Barty is like a f- really famous actor. But I, I don't blame him. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. hey, he got a fucking role in a big movie. Yeah. Tons of screen time. 
fucking good for him. Yeah. Like, that shit r- rarely comes around, and if it does, it's something like this, where you have to play a gross fucking dwarf thing. Yeah. Like, it's it's unfortunate, but hey, I'm sure he got a hefty paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> or at least a decent paycheck. Yeah, hopefully. But yeah, I fucking hated Gwildor. And I hated the things that he could randomly do and the things that he would randomly not know how to do. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was just like, oh, yeah, so I have no idea what I'm doing when it comes to sending us back to Eternia. When he's like trying to do it and they're like, how long is this going to take? And he's like, I don't know. It's like, you don't know you built it, you little asshole. Yeah. How do you not know how long this is going to take? And it's just like, okay, that's ridiculous. But then at other times he can just retrofit or build his own car. Yeah. In like 10 minutes. Yeah. He just pops up out of nowhere like, oh, while you guys were having a brief conversation, Mm -hmm. got a car for us. It's all decked out yeah it doesn't run on gas anymore yeah exactly and it's like oh so he can just do that in a split second yeah but he can't figure out the thing he built (laughs) like and it's just it's like oh get it's he's just he's loopy he's a silly Mm. he's a silly dwarf guy it's like he can go fuck himself he truly can do not like him (laughs) also don't like (laughs) i was just taken aback by like the beginning of this movie and them like cramming in as much as we could learn about what is happening. And mm-hmm. I, I tried like writing it down, trying to follow along because I, I knew nothing about this world. Yeah. Like I knew the phrase Castle Grayskull. Mm-hmm. I knew like the, the, the like by the power of Grayskull and like that sort mm-hmm. of thing. I didn't know what it technically was. I always assumed it was Skeletor's house. <laughs> it's not apparently. It's yeah. like it's some sort of like neutral ruling castle yeah and whoever gets into it and calls dibs gets it i have no idea yeah because like they start it and they're like whoever is in control of castle grayskull gets the powers of the master of the blah 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 yeah it's like oh okay so i guess there's gonna be some sort of battle and then after the credits first scene is skeletor just like waltzing in Mm -hmm. just being like well i won i was like oh well that was easy i guess you can just walk in and yeah. he did. So, okay. Well, that I guess that sucks for our heroes wherever they are. Yeah. <laughs> like I I they haven't shown us them yet and yeah. I and it doesn't look like there's any resistance to him waltzing in here. Yeah, and so, just sitting on the throne. Yeah, so it's like where the fuck are, is the other side of this supposed war? Yeah. And they really never show us. Yeah. We see our little crew mm-hmm. of like He-Man, Mustache, and not Courtney Cox. For a while, I thought that might be Courtney Cox. Because <laughs> I didn't know what role she played in the movie. I just yeah. knew she was in it. Mm-hmm. And when the, that lady, I forget her character name. It's like Tila. Tila not Leela, Tila. <laughs> she, when she first showed up, I was almost like, oh, fuck. Is, that, is she already in the movie? Because I wrote down, I was like, over under how long it takes for Courtney Cox to show up. I was like. I bet it's going to be closer to like 20 minutes. And then she showed up immediately and I was like, oh shit. Oh. And then another shot would happen and I'd be like, wait, no, that's not, no, that's not Courtney Cox. And then another shot would happen from a different angle and I'd be like, but it actually kind of looks a lot like Courtney Cox right now. And then do another shot from another angle and I'm like, no, 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 it's not Courtney Cox. And then when Courtney Cox showed up and I realized how much that other woman didn't really look like Courtney Cox, I was like, oh, I feel really dumb right now. But... She did show up about 20 minutes into the movie. So you got something, right? Yeah, I get points for that. <laughs> but yeah, we see that girl. We see mustache guy. We see He-Man. Eventually, they join up with the fucking dwarf. Mm-hmm. And then that's that's sort of it. That's our yeah. good guy crew. That yeah. is 
all. Yeah. <laughs> and they're supposed to be like the resistance, the like army fighting against fucking Skeletor's forces. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like there is nothing. Three people and a troll. Yeah, three people and an awful forgetful troll. <laughs> like, great. But they talk about like there's other forces yeah. that they like have control of, and the movie's just too <laughs> fucking cheap to ever show it to us. Yep. There's a hysterical part later in the movie when Skeletor finally like gets all the powers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he like projects himself up on the world, whatever, just this big huge projection of him, like I yeah. take over. And what was the fucking line? It was like it's just it's like people of Eternia wrote all eight of you because <laughs> it showed there was literally eight people in the like yeah. desert staring mm-hmm. up at it, and that's it. Yeah, and that's all they ever show of people outside of Skeletor's crew, He Man's crew, or the like robot guards. Yeah, that's it. It's like, I don't give a shit what happens to Eternia because it seems like it's a wasteland. Mm-hmm. There's nothing anywhere. You've yeah. never shown us a city, yeah. another living human, <laughs> like just anything. Some sort of like establishing shot during the Seriously. credits. Seriously. Show us, show us a fake planet, like CGI, <laughs> really? a, a planet. Not even and, CGI. Yeah. I would take the worst special effect possible. Like just get a globe, <laughs> spray paint it like orange. And dangle it in front of a sheet with a bunch of holes poked in it with lights and just be like, it's space, it's a planet. And I would have accepted that because it's better than just nothing. Better than just not trying at all. Yeah, true. Absurd. (laughs) And fucking Skeletor just has already the movie like i mean the movie's like an hour and 45 minutes long so i'm not necessarily complaining that it's (laughs) that it's not longer um but it is silly that like skeletor just has the cosmic key already Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the movie and he just waltzes in and is like i fucking won and that's basically it and then grildor's like but i have another cosmic key and i was like why did you build so many of these yeah you know they're just gonna fall into fucking evil hands, but he, he's an asshole who's like, "Oh, I'm a neutral person" or something yeah, like that. Like his, his people are. Yeah, his race is explained away as like a very trusting people. Yeah, and I was like, that isn't good enough. Yeah, that is a terrible excuse, Grildor. <laughs> like you Seriously. suck. Like the fact that he gets fooled and gives away the thing that gives Skelter all the power, mm-hmm. like, and he never ever has to answer for it because it's like, oh, whoopsie doodle, yeah. <laughs> like, oh fuck you! <laughs> if you were like a normal man-sized character, the other characters would be furious with you. Yep. But because you're tiny, <laughs> they're like, ah, oh, well. I mean, he does have to live life like that, <laughs> looking like he does. Yeah. <laughs> with the gills on his head that spray gunk everywhere. I was like, why does this character have to keep getting more and more repulsive Seriously? as the movie goes on? I was like, like, you're not making me like him, movie. Yeah. It's not funny that he's disgusting. <laughs> he's just disgusting. Yeah. They have this brilliant plan to use the cosmic key which is essentially just this dumb thing that lets you go anywhere in the universe. Mm-hmm. It's really all it needs to be said about it. Yeah, it, it creates some sort of portal and you... Jump through and you go to the place that you've input the coordinates to. It's just yes. the magical MacGuffin device that every like sci-fi fantasy thing needs to have. Yeah. Uh, and they <laughs> use it to basically just jump straight into Castle Grayskull. Mm-hmm. Right in the middle of all of like Skeletor's forces. Yeah. And so when like they talk to the fucking sorceress for a second and she's basically just like, get out of here. Essentially. Or something. Yeah. I don't even remember. But like they show up 
and then just immediately get overrun by the fucking robot guards. And I just wrote, <laughs> duh. I was like, what kind of dumbass plan was this in the first place? Like, if you know that he's taking control of the castle and you don't have the, like, manpower yeah. to go up against his soldiers, then literally <laughs> popping anywhere into that castle. It's, it's a death wish. Yeah, you're just asking to get fucking slaughtered. So it's like, so our characters are dumb mm-hmm. and terrible at what they do. Yep. <laughs> and so they they jump in there and they, do they just hit a bunch of buttons at random? Essentially. Right? So that it just opens up a portal to somewhere. Yeah. So that they can escape. They leap through and it takes them to Earth. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially the gist of it is like, they're on Earth. They need the key. Fucking Courtney Cox and her boyfriend <laughs> found the key. And also Skeletor is sending people to go get the key. So all sorts of shenanigans are coming mm-hmm. for these small town kids. And Julie is an, a recent orphan, mm-hmm. uh, which it, it's like, that's not like laughing at that, like uh, uh, orphans, but just <laughs> like how out of like nowhere, a few things about it come to light because mm-hmm. like when she first talks about it it's like the it's kind of like the perfect movie subtlety of getting that point across uh that you know that her parents aren't around because i just mm-hmm. wrote down like it was like oh her parents aren't around anymore so they're dead because mm-hmm. she didn't even say like they're dead she just said like that's what they would have wanted or something like that yeah something very vague in past tense yeah and in that like, first oh. scene when she's like leaving work yeah yeah she says something about that so i was like oh okay so her parents are dead Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. So we'll see what that sort of uh where that kind of goes. And then she wants to go to the grave or the graves uh, mm-hmm. plural and Kevin, her boyfriend that she is dumping and they are like they know this. Yeah. Which makes their like their whole thing very strange. Yeah. So like he has such an attitude about going to the, like the graveyard. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even necessarily that he says a whole lot of stuff. It's just she's like, "I'd like to go stop by there," and he's like, "Okay." And it's yeah. like, dude, it's her parents. Great, what are you doing? Yeah, seriously. Why are you being such an asshole about this? Like, is it because she's dumping you because she's like moving away? Yeah. In that case, you're a dick, and why should she come to your sound check? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but like. They go there, and they're standing over the graves. She just says, I'm the reason they're dead. And then he says, plane crashes just happen sometimes. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. Okay, one, she thinks she killed them? What is this about? And also, it was a plane crash? Oh, my God. All of that just at once. But still (laughs) not enough information to know that it was just them in a plane? Yes, that was a huge thing that I, we, I had no clue about until the very end of the movie. Yeah. While they're at the graveyard, they find the cosmic key that yes. like somehow landed a million miles away from everybody else. Yeah. Like every, everyone landed within like a 10-foot radius of each other. But the key but yeah, fell out of the exactly. grappling hook. But the so key flew a million else. miles away. But the thing yeah. is, that it's not like the portals are like, at our atmosphere mm-hmm. and then shoot things out and then it's yeah. like oh they might land really far away from each other yeah. and they open like four feet off the ground yeah and then it's just like Ugh. it's like yeah they everything should be right there i don't yeah. understand how this thing flew so far away into this fucking cemetery but okay whatever movie unless the cemetery was like 
just right on the over other a hedge. Yeah, <laughs> and they they just started looking in the other direction. Yeah, they totally forgot about looking in there. But yeah, they they realize that they've lost the key. They needed to get back to Eternia to try to obviously overthrow Skeletor, who is now like he's powerful, but he's not. He like he, he technically has the castle, but he has to wait until Moonfall. To, right? Yeah, to get all of the powers of the universe. He's like slowly sucking the powers from the sorceress. Right. That's what's happening. I was like, what is that sorceress fucking doing there? It's like, yeah. right, she has the power. Mm-hmm. He's slowly he's like sapping it. it. And then when the moon rises, something I the eye yeah, the something, eye opens or whatever. And, and then he gets all the powers to be the master of the universe or whatever. Yeah. I don't understand if he needs that sword or not. But it, at the end, it really seemed like he needed it. Yeah, like right? it, it plugs in, and there's lights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems like an integral part of the whole thing. Yeah, and he never <laughs> seemed concerned. He never was like, "I need that sword." Mm-hmm. He was just like, "Just bring me He Man." And it's he like, I guess that's you know, yeah. It's <laughs> like I guess it's implied that he would have the sword. But what if he fucking lost it? And they were just like, "Here you are, sir. Here's He Man." He's like, "Where's the fucking sword?" It's like you said, "He man." Yeah. Well, you never mentioned the sword, sir. The troll took the sword. <laughs> yeah, he took off. You said those guys could go. You didn't give a shit, remember? <laughs> so dumb. I can't believe he just lets them leave. Uh, so they're looking for the key. The dumb teenagers think it's a synthesizer mm-hmm, uh, it from makes, Japan because it makes like tones when yeah. you hit the buttons. Yeah, and it's like, I mean. I would definitely notice something like like if I had that thing, it was like, what the fuck is this? And I hit all the buttons and it like made notes. I would I would try to play songs on it mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. But I don't think I would assume it's an instrument just due to the fact that it's a fucking ridiculous looking contraption with like fork spinning on it and everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's like, do you think a phone is an instrument too? Yeah. Like a touch tone phone. It's like boop beep boop up. Like, oh, it's a synthesizer. <laughs> like, that's not how that fucking works. You dolt. You're the worst. And so he takes it to the mu- the music shop mm-hmm. to have that guy look at it. And that guy also apparently thinks it's a synthesizer until yeah. He makes it do something else. I don't even understand what what it was doing. They it like was, hit the button and like a thing pops up it, and it plays a little tone. It, yeah, that's like the start of a portal or something. Right. I guess I just wondered why it never did anything else. Yeah, I don't know. Because apparently it plays the tone. Like it played mm-hmm. the tone. Is it like a like a Simon where like it plays the tone and then you have to play the tone to match it and then it'll take you to the portal? Maybe. Yeah, they never explain how it works yeah. ever, even in the slightest, other than like, oh, you have to put in the calculations. It's just like, oh, God, I don't ever want to listen to this thing talk again. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, so I guess that's how that thing works. But whatever. I guess they're just lucky that it's not fucking dangerous as shit because they both <laughs> just push buttons on it. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. It is so foreign looking. <laughs> how could you ever feel comfortable like touching any of those buttons? Yeah. Especially if it's on. Like it's like shining and like. Mm-hmm. It's like, ooh, I'll touch some of these. (laughs) God, you guys want to die. Seriously. So terrible. Ugh. And so you, I guess use, no, no, they don't use the other key. They use their own fucking ridiculous ass technology, Skeletor and his crew, to find out where they went. 
And then he sends some mercenaries after them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is literally a scene from Empire Strikes Back <laughs> when Vader is fucking sending off all the bounty hunters to go try to track down the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. It's just that those fucking characters looked cool, like Boba Fett <laughs> and Bosk and IG-88. And then this one had fucking... Beast Man. Yeah, evil Chewbacca and uh, Baldy Swords guy. And that other gross looking thing. Like, I hated. Lizard person. Yeah, I thought those fucking mercenaries were hokey as fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, the costumes were dumb. The voices were dumb. That guy. Like, the fact that there's, like, three monsters and then just this bald guy Mm -hmm. with, like, a metal chin beard (laughs) on and stuff. And a, like, bionic eye thing yeah it was just like what the fuck is this and then i read about it and i was like this is a sign of a movie that nobody gave a shit about anything on and uh, this might be unfair to like the the guy who played that part because it's like hey he played the part and he was Mm. whatever he did his job yeah but it's just the fact that like they had some sort of makeup job for him and he was like i don't want to do that but i'll shave my head and they just went okay and I was like, so that's what? why you have three professional looking, although dumb looking, yeah. but still professional looking makeup characters. And then just this bald guy, <laughs> it's like the <laughs> dumbest, like I, I thought they were all stupid. Yes. Agreed. But his sort of especially, and then learning that it was like, oh, it was supposed to be mm-hmm. another monster. Yeah. But instead it was just some guy, <laughs> like some dude <laughs> with some swords, I guess, <laughs> whatever. Uh, and he sends them to Earth to go find the fucking key because he needs the key or he wants the key or he doesn't want He-Man to have the key. Yeah. I don't know or care. Something like that. It's uh, it's unfortunate how little there is to care about in this movie. Okay, so you both are fighting over this fucking throne. Mm-hmm. Neither of you seem very good at it. <laughs> I don't care who wins. Yeah. Just yeah. leave Earth. Yeah. Like That's really all I want by the end of the movie. It's just like, just get out of here. Take your stupid, dumbass war back to your abandoned-ass planet <laughs> and fucking kill each other for all I care. Yeah. I really don't. <laughs> Unless... Having the, like, powers of the universe or whatever means that, like, Skeletor is going to go on, like, a killing rampage across all the galaxies. Yeah. But they never say anything along those lines or even close to anything. We never know what Skeletor's, (laughs) like, plans for the universe are. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, for all we know, they just don't like his policy. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, he did seem a little bit like a dictator. (laughs) But I mean, yes, obviously, I'm not actually honestly saying like there's no difference between (laughs) He-Man and Skeletor. Both sides are bad. It's just in the end, it's like, who fucking cares? I don't know anything about Eternia. Like none of the characters that are involved with Eternia matter to me. Yeah. I mean, for any reason. I was going to say none of the ones that are on Earth truly matter for me either. Other than the fact that it's like, hey, it's Courtney Cox. Yeah. But it's like, really, it's just like, take your key, go home, go have your war. I don't give a fuck. Leave us alone. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's sort of the big, like, I mean, obviously it's a huge issue, but like the big issue with uh, like making this movie a like fish out of water going to earth tale Mm -hmm. where it's like, if you keep it all in your fantasy world, then hopefully 
if you, you know, if you uh, write things well and direct it well and, you know, get people to care about the characters, then maybe somebody would give a shit about Eternia. Yeah. Because you'd have been there for a while and there'd be characters you care about or at least like a world that seems like it might be a shame to lose. Mm -hmm. But you look at Eternia, all of the shots of it, and it's literally like, this is a garbage dump. Yeah. You should blow this planet up and make it parking. Yeah. Like, there's nothing like, here. It's a desert with a castle. Yeah, that's all it is. So it's like I I don't I don't it doesn't okay. matter to me. Yeah, yeah, it matters not even a little bit. Uh and he sends these fucking mercenaries after them who track down the <laughs> God. They track down the key with all their magic like equipment and shit. Mm -hmm. And it takes them to the school where Kevin has brought Julie for the sound check for his band's show that night. Mm -hmm. And she's waiting there alone because Kevin took the key to go to the music shop yeah. to go have that guy check it out for him. The monsters show up to the school. They <laughs> they blow the fuck out of the place. Yeah, they do. In the meantime, and uh, and they uh, seriously injure the janitor, I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> is who that guy was. Felt terrible for him. Yeah. He just sort of like guy. waltzes out of a back room and He's it's like, like, oh, monsters. And they just immediately start beating the shit out of him. Yeah. That's the funniest part of it, too, <laughs> is that it's like they don't like maul him, nor do they just like blast him and kill him. It's like they just, they just sort yeah. of like jump him, yeah. <laughs> like start punching him in the kidneys or something. Like it's the silliest thing where it's like, yeah, it's like you weren't necessarily, it's like, I guess technically you were attacked, but more specifically, <laughs> more accurately, is that they beat the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little different. Uh, but I thought that was hysterical. Uh, and so she escapes, and so it becomes this big old chase, and like people like not being in the same place at the same time, or it's like, oh, mm. he's at her house with the detective who is the worst cop in the world. Seriously, <laughs> like, so it was, bad. It was so fucking funny that he just lets Kevin get in the... He's like, oh, yeah, you're, you're looking for your girlfriend, huh? Yeah, well, we're going to go looking for her then. And he doesn't check the beeping, whirring electronic device that Kevin yeah. is holding. He just <laughs> lets it bring it into the car like it's no big deal. And it isn't until they get to her house and get out of the car that he's like, hey, what is that thing anyway? And it's like, oh, how fucking long were you going to let him just hold this ridiculous thing mm -hmm. that for all you know could be what set these fires you're so adamant yeah. about? And or you're like just like a bomb. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I was thinking first off, where it's yeah. just like no cop would just let someone get in their car. Like, can I bring this? Bloop, 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 bloop. Like, it's just my personal strange electronic device <laughs> i just need to bring it in your car real quick yeah he's like the absolute worst cop in the world <laughs> and the monsters show up there and uh blow the house up or some shit i don't even remember there's they, just like tons of them attacking and not doing much they're they were just searching for the thing again but the cop took it and went to go question the guy at the music store about it oh god that's right they go all the way back yeah so, but, okay, but Kevin's so the music still at the store, house, and they put that collar on him, right, to make him tell the truth. Yeah, uh, which is like, of course, yeah, uh, right. <laughs> of course, there's just a device then, that just does that, and then they just leave it on him. Like, come yeah, on. I mean, they leave it on him and just leave him there, mm -hmm. and it's just like I don't understand why none of these bad guys think it's a good idea to take prisoners. Yeah, like that would like if they had taken him as a prisoner, they probably then could have gotten Julie, mm -hmm. and then. 
with both of them gotten He-Man. Yeah. Because he would have been like, no, do not hurt them. I will say, because he basically does that at the end of like, mm-hmm. do not hurt anyone else. I will take take me. Yeah. Okay, fine. Now that we have you, let's also take your friends. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, what's the, what? Cause, yeah. Because of our word? Yeah. We're evil. What's the, like, the difference? <laughs> uh, but like, so that's before the music store gets destroyed. Right. Because then all the rest of the good guys show up, get Kevin find out that the cop took the thing took the key to the music store mm-hmm. so then they all go to the music store and then the bad guys show up and then there's the shootout in the music store yeah there's a huge big fucking shootout at the uh, music store and i wrote down that uh, a lot of really beautiful instruments died for this nonsense i i specifically <laughs> wrote so many beautiful instruments destroyed yeah such a bummer like all for this dumbass fucking it really eternian was. bullshit um awful yeah it's awful as hell and uh (laughs) but apparently there were no fire alarms (laughs) yeah sorry i was looking into my notes and uh around that sequence because it's after they go through the house Mm-hmm. And they find the newspaper clipping of uh, of Julie's oh, parents' yeah. death. So silly. And it's just so the bad guys get a handle on it mm-hmm. so they could use it against her later. Yeah. And she falls for it like an idiot. Yep. And, uh, but it's just <laughs> shortly after that is the first true reaction to the appearance of Grildor when he shows up and meets Kevin and he just says, what the hell is that? (laughs) I was like, oh my God, thankfully somebody sees it. (laughs) Like I get that all the Eternians like are used to it. So they're not grossed out by it. But these humans, someone's got to react to this. Yeah. And then the detective does as well. Mm-hmm. He says the exact same thing. He's like, what the hell is that? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yes, that's how humans should react to Grildor. <laughs> he is horrible. <laughs> um, but it was just so fucking funny that they are in the back room of the music shop while He-Man and fucking, I guess his name is Man at Arms. Okay. I, I, never, I had no clue what the fucking mustache guy's name was throughout the whole movie. It was... What's her face's... Yeah, it was her dad. It was Tila's dad. Yeah. But his character name is just Man at Arms. I I thought they called him, like, Duncan or something. Does, I don't know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> character name is Man at Arms. Right. And that explains why she, at one point, just looks straight down the barrel of the camera and says, Woman at Arms, after she shoots something. Because uh... that happened, and I was like, what the fuck? fuck was that was i supposed to get that joke yeah. because i don't yeah like what did, like i mean i get like see woman at arms because like i've heard the phrase man at arms before mm-hmm. but i didn't know it was any character's name yeah and i had no clue why she was referencing it or like what like who is she showing up right now what is yeah. going on it wasn't until the credits i was like oh my god his name was man at arms does he not have a real name this is the dumbest it, yes. uh, but yeah, that explains that at least. But they're in the back of the store, Grildor and fucking Julie and Kevin and the detective. Mm-hmm. And Grildor is like trying to use the key mm-hmm. to fucking take him somewhere and whatever. And it's taking him forever because, again, he's like forgetful and dumb and like doesn't know how long it's going to take him to do shit. Yeah. Again, even though he's the one who built it. And he's trying to do it and it's taking him a while. And Kevin just decides that he needs to know what Grildor's doing as if he could help somehow. 
Yeah. Like he just interrupts the thing that is going to save their lives. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like mm -hmm. it, it'd be like me going up and like getting over the shoulder and talking to the mechanic who's going to fix the car that's going to save everyone's lives. Or it's like, I don't know anything about this. Yeah. But I'm going to come up and start annoying you. Yeah. I want to know every little detail about what you're doing. Yeah. And it's like, what is it going to matter to you? It's not yeah. like you're ever going to use this thing. <laughs> God. It's like, And it, obviously later he like helps them because he remembers the tune that it plays. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Like mm -hmm. You can help me. And it's like, because this thing makes song tone coordinate things. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even understand truly what <laughs> the device does. I it, mean, other than just be whatever they need it to be. Yeah. Apparently <clears throat> every, like all of the coordinates in the universe have some sort of galactic tone or something. Yeah. And it, you type it with the tones and it, whatever, Yeah, which is just so silly. Cause it's like, how could it make songs? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, like, and not just songs, but it's just like, if it has a whole bunch of tones, like are all of these tones in one key and can, you can never hit two that like are sour and don't sound good together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause it's like, yeah. you have to coordinate something. Cause even he, when he's like trying to figure out a coordinate, mm -hmm. he's like, mm, no, we need to be a little further. Oh no, a little bit further. Back. And it's like, it seems like he's dialing it in mm -hmm. ever so gently on like a very specific area. Yeah. And it's like, how how could every single coordinates in the universe make a like logical <laughs> song like a melody? Yeah. How does it not just sound like like there we go? Now we're going where we need to be. Like that, that sounded disgusting. Like that's the south pole south pole of Pluto right there. <laughs> yeah, right. Like <laughs> thankfully Earth's coordinates is a beautiful melody mm -hmm. that. Kevin can remember for later. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there's never just like a hink, honk, honk, hank, 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 honk. Like, there we go. <laughs> that was a terrible song, though. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but what does it matter? It's taking us where we need to go. And then that's the scene where Evelyn decides to trick Julie into giving her the key yes. by pretending to be her mom, mm -hmm. who then beckons her outside mm -hmm. and tells her, like, we had to fake our deaths. Because we're working on something super magic and crazy and yeah. weird. And in fact, it has something to do with all these monsters you're seeing. Mm -hmm. So if you could just go inside and grab us that thing. You know the thing? Like she doesn't even call it by a name. Yeah. Or anything. She's like, bring us that thing. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like, just bring the, like, us that the thing. The metal thing with all the buttons. Yeah. It's like, just bring us that thing because it's super important to us. And it's like, okay. Like she just doesn't question that in the slightest. Yeah. And it's like, look, I get it. You're grieving and mm -hmm. you even believe that you're the reason that they crashed their plane. Yeah. Grief is crazy. So it's not even like you dumb bitch. Mm -hmm. But it is just like such a lazy like character thing of like, oh, she's in distress. Mm -hmm. So she makes the terrible decision yeah. to steal the key from Gruldor. Like he is in the middle of doing something with it. Yeah. And she's just like. Um, by the way, yoink, and just takes it and runs out the door. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, fuck. What the <laughs> fuck? And then she runs out. She gives it to her. She immediately turns back into Evelyn. Yeah. And then she starts shrieking like, no. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, her, no. like, horror movie scream. Yeah. I mean, as soon as it happened, I was like, Gail Weathers. Yep. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. It sounds like Scream right now. <laughs> um, Unfortunately, but, it looks like Masters of the Universe. Yeah. But uh, I think the funniest thing about that whole thing is I, I just wrote, Julie, you dope. 
<laughs> when that <laughs> happened because it was like it's so obvious what's going to go on. But I loved that Julie's line after that because they all like come out the back door because they're like, oh, something's happening. Where's the key? Julie's got to Yeah. They all come out the back door and she says, that woman took the key. And I was like, that's one way to put it. Yeah. Or I handed that key over to her, no question. <laughs> that you, I get it. Yeah. You don't want to incur the wrath of He-Man or whatever, yeah. but uh, that is a generous way to describe what happened, Julie. <laughs> so they got no keys. Yeah. How does the rest of the movie happen? I don't uh, even remember anymore. And then, uh, then. Oh, Evil and Skeletor Lin, shows up. Yeah, yeah. Evil and signals for Skeletor. Yeah, and to he show shows up, up on the, the on the, the, the parade, parade float. float. I wrote that too. <laughs> I was like, that looks exactly like a parade float. All right. Oh, and his uh, space boogie board crew shows up. Yes. Those dudes on those things. That is yes. the dumbest looking thing in the world. And it was. It's a perfect example of like. Trying to do Star Warsian things without realizing that it's like, yeah, Star Wars did the stuff it did because that looks cool. And you using this version of it <laughs> looks dumb and cheap and awful. Yeah. Because I was like, the special effects of them riding it are kind of crappy. But that's sort of to be expected in the 80s. Yeah. Like special effects weren't that advanced to the point where you could have someone look like they're actually driving a space thing that flies around or whatever yeah but star wars in like return of the jedi they had like speeder bikes that they sit on like motorcycles mm -hmm. so it looks normal to us yeah to the viewing audience yeah. it's just that it floats and it you know the rest of it looks you know futury and spacey mm -hmm. but they sit and there's handlebars and like throttles so it looks oh yeah i, yeah. I get that and it doesn't look so dumb <laughs> but then these dudes just like standing on boogie boards like oh, oh like yeah. how are they flying this not even boogie boards they were like <laughs> glorified trash can legs <laughs> pretty much but like, it's like what is driving this thing how magic. are they, how are they directing it you know what I mean? It's like it's Thoughts. not like it's a segue. They're not like leaning or like do you know I what I mean? mean? It maybe just, I don't know. It's just like that's what makes it look so fucking stupid. It, at least awful. to me, yeah. Is that it's like yeah, it's all ridiculous, uh, you know, fantasy sci-fi nonsense. Where it's like mm -hmm. things can't float like that, and <laughs> lightsabers don't exist or whatever. But like, yeah. there's things that look decent, and there's mm -hmm. things that look dumb, and they chose the thing that Even looks the design of, I know this was, like, many years later, uh -huh. but Green Goblin's Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hoverboard yeah. thing. Like, it, it, even that, like, it seemed more logical the way that he, like, stood on it and it, the shape it, it, and yeah, design of it. It's the way it. that he rides it that makes it look better. Because yeah. he is, like, knees are crouched. Yeah. And it seems like he has some sort of, like, momentum or whatever yeah, to it. Yeah, some, like, maneuverability yeah. to it. Yeah. Like, he can, like, you know, shift to change mm -hmm. the direction he's going. But all these dumbasses are just standing straight up on a thing. On, yeah, just, on just a disc. A, yeah, on just a disc. And it's like, mm -hmm. wh how are these things even working like i don't even care about the floating part like yeah. how do you pilot it yeah it was just like it just it just goes who cares it's it's with your toes you you move you move <laughs> yeah. your your left you make fist toes. you make fists with your feet exactly fists with your toes <laughs> um and <laughs> also hysterical i love the fact that earth is just abandoned when skeletor shows up yeah there's just nobody anywhere 
yeah no police no no, no civilians no civilians no... to call in yeah, these like, troops that are storming down the street yeah like is it two in the morning in a deaf only neighborhood <laughs> or something <laughs> like how is any of this just flying like, under the radar right deaf now and or blind <laughs> Because yeah, there were a lot of flashing lights and shit, yeah. and explosions uh, and whatnot. Yeah, like people would understand that something was happening outside, but they don't. No. And then something ridiculous happens. I mean, <laughs> now something ridiculous <laughs> happens. Everything up until now has been peaches, but this is where it loses me. It was just really silly to me that like I don't even remember what the like threat was or something, but Julie gets like lightninged. In the calf, it was like purple lightning that struck yeah. her from well, Skeletor, right? Right, yeah. He was aiming at He-Man, and she yeah. jumped in front of him for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, I'll protect you, giant hero man. Yeah. Like, what? He's the <laughs> one who's supposed to be protecting you. Like, it's just it's the dumbest thing to do. Yeah. But it was just the fact that she just, it's just like, Bleh, and it just sort of shocks her in the leg, and she, mm-hmm. like, drops to the ground. I just wrote down, oh, no, Julie's calf. Yeah. Like, that's all that's... It was just like, ah, and she, like, reaches down and, like, rubs at it a little bit. Yeah. I was like, that was, the, like, that was Skeletor's <laughs> move? That's what he was going to do to the He-Man? It's just like, meow. And he'd be like, ah, my tits. Like, what the fuck's wrong? What, what the hell was that all about? Like, that was the weakest little attack. And then a little while later, they <laughs> they pull her, like, the, the, like, whatever was covering her leg, they, like, pull it away and it's like horrifying. Yeah. And like pussy and like gross and like it's like infected and shit. And I wrote, oh my God, Julie's calf. Like this really is an issue. Yeah. And they were like, the poison is spreading already. And I was like, that was poison lightning. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? I don't. What? It is poison lightning. Like fuck Eternia and all of its bullshit. I <laughs> cannot stand it. Like, there's so much shit throughout this movie that I was just like, fuck all of this. This is so annoying and stupid. Poison Lightning, one mm-hmm. of them. Another one. They're useless ass uh, units of time and measurement. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, you know what this doesn't do? Help me at all. Yeah. I have no fucking idea what they're talking about yeah. when they're like, there's seven Marcons until moonrise. And I'm like, cool. Awesome. What is that? An hour? Yeah. Seven hours? I don't know what your <laughs> units of measurement are. Yeah. And they're like, where is the key right now? Like, oh, it is 14 Merkels away. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> How is that doesn't help me at all, movie? Yeah. Why do you insist on using their stupid, like, foreign, like, like that you can't even possibly actually judge? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like kilometers. Yeah. Where it's like, well, you can make an educated guess. Yeah. With this, it's literally, it's like they're just saying yeah. gibberish. There's nothing. Yeah. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I can never really, like, nail it down, but it's just like there's something. There is something. That good fantasy and or sci-fi does that lets you be like, I'm down with it, <laughs> you know? And mm-hmm. then there's just like terrible, terrible, terrible garbage that as soon as they start talking about like, and the flim flam of Dildor with the gongler, <laughs> and you're just like, I am out. I am out immediately. You know, it's like, I can yeah. take fucking Lord of the Rings, even with all their like, and then new Sildor be Gat be Gildor and be Gildor be Sand. Like, you yeah. know, like all of that garbage. And I'm like, eh, this is pretty okay though. It's, it's all right. It's all right. 
But then there's stuff like this where it's just like the second they said like one goofy name thing, I was like, fuck you. I, fuck all of you. I think it's because <laughs> other good sci-fi, fantasy, what have you, they at least have one aspect or if not more aspects of the movie that are like positive. <laughs> like Lord, I mean, I Lord of the Rings has a lot of like production value. Like it at least looks great. Yes. Looks great. has some amazing actors and performances yeah, yeah, yeah. in it. You can like, like, you feel like you're in a world. Exactly. You're like, Oh cool. This is actually like a world and mm-hmm. not just some terrible cardboard set. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I think that's really what helped star wars the first one get off the ground is the fact that it's like the the planet you spend really most of the movie on is tatooine which is just like a desert they were able to shoot in a desert and it looks like a desert and Mm -hmm. it's a real world and you kind of buy it yeah and then this one it's like so we have this garbage ass set for eternia Mm -hmm. and then most of the movie is just on earth yeah (laughs) but but in a ghost town yeah in a complete fucking ghost town and then they just, of course, they find a way to use the key mm-hmm. to get back to Eternia. There's a not lightsaber fight yep. with He-Man and Skeletor. And then there's the super uh, Return of the Jedi ending where he knocks Skeletor off the thing and he mm. falls, falls, falls. And I was like, hey, look, it's like the Emperor. Look at that. Exactly <laughs> like the Emperor. How much more can you fucking bite off of Star Wars with your garbage movie? You Why garbage. are there always endless like chasms in throne rooms so that people can fall off them to the abyss of course (laughs) fair (laughs) um and then everything's just fine i wrote (laughs) i wrote down at the end i was just like oh right julie i guess she's better now like she was just fine she just came back later she's like oh everything's good now never even a moment of like oh she's unconscious now yeah there was there was a long period of time where she was just laying on that bench Mm -hmm. seemingly perfectly content yeah. I wrote, I was like, oh, it's a good thing she's not in like horrible agony and screaming from this. Yeah. She can just nap. Yeah. <laughs> through this life threatening fucking whatever that's happening to her. Okay. Um, I thought it was hysterical that Skeletor takes like a million years to like reveal his new powers to the point where literally everyone in the room, even his minions, look annoyed mm-hmm. with him. Where he's just like, yeah, I've got the thing. Ooh. It's like cutting to his people, and they're like, all right, let's get this show on the fucking road, man. And then when he like reveals his like new, more powerful self, I was like, oh my god, he somehow looks dumber, right? With that stupid like gold armor shit mm-hmm. on or whatever. I was and the, like, like gold like crown piece yeah. thing. Like I was what? like, oh my god, how could you possibly make this terrible looking character somehow look worse? <laughs> that is an achievement in and of itself. I'll put it that way. And not a good achievement. Yeah. No. Um, and then the very end of the movie brings up one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen in a movie, Mm -hmm. at least in terms of like holding something back Mm -hmm. from the audience and, (laughs) and then just revealing it at the end that this is possible and like just mind blowing and boggling (laughs) that they've never used it before. Literally. Grildor has the power of time travel and just never brings it up. Yep. What? Yep. I am just as upset. (laughs) (laughs) I was like this little fucking fucker. Seriously, they could have saved so much trouble by him just time traveling to like the moment that Skeletor shows up or even time traveling back to before 
he gives the key yeah, before to he gets Evelyn. tricked by Evelyn. Exactly. And that should have been their absolute first move instead of trying to get into the throne room. Yeah. It would have been like, oh, hey, you know what we do? We use this thing to go back in time. Now that you know that you're a dumbass mm-hmm. and are gonna and you're gonna fall for the snake woman thing, then don't do that. Yeah. And in fact, We'll come back in time with you, and we'll fucking hide in the room. Mm-hmm. And then when she comes in to fucking take it, we'll just jump out and stab her in the neck. Yeah. Boom. And now we got both keys. Skeletor ain't got shit. <laughs> like, all of this <laughs> stuff can be completely avoided. Yeah. Sorceress is safe. But instead. End credits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but instead, he uses it to send Julie and Kevin mm-hmm. back in time before her parents die. To the morning of... To the morning of the day they died. Just And it's just like, yeah, you get your parents back. Yeah. It's like, holy fuck. Okay. What an emotional roller coaster. Seriously. And the fact that she acts so insane when she wakes up is like, it's got to be concerning to them. Yeah. The way she, she steals their keys and just runs out the door in her like underwear essentially like in her like pajamas it was a nightgown okay whatever but still just like in pajamas and just like running out of the house yeah and they're just looking at each other like what the fuck is wrong with her yeah because like they have no bearing on the situation they don't know what fucking happened at all and it's just like and that is the moment when it's revealed that the plane was just like a two-person plane like Mm -hmm. they Flew the plane yes. and crashed and died. It was the, yeah, the father is the pilot. Yeah. And I, that fucking, like, that at least helped me a little bit because I was like, what about all those other people? Yeah. Like, now, like you know, if she tells them to not get on the plane, she is just dooming two other people who are going to take those seats mm-hmm. to dying. And I guess she's fine with that. But, like, she also could never warn them because you can't just call an airline and be like, your plane is going to crash. You should do something about that and yeah. expect to not get a call. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, not just a call, but a knock at the door. Yeah, maybe a handful of them. But, like, I, I was I was waiting for the movie to completely gloss over that. And yeah. I was just like, this is fucked up. But then they reveal, like, oh, yeah, it was a plane crash, but mm-hmm. not the way that yeah. you think when you hear plane crash. Like, yeah, technically, it, it's a plane crash, but you imagine, like, oh, oh, yeah, her parents died in a plane crash. Like, oh, my God. Like, how many people? Like, yeah. oh, it was just them. Like, oh, it was a tiny plane crash. Okay. I guess it's still technically a plane crash, but yeah. feels a little misleading movie. <laughs> <laughs> like a train crash. Like, oh, my God, how many people? Like, no, 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 no. He just has an engine of his own, mm-hmm. and it went off the tracks. He died. Yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> it fell on top of him. <laughs> yeah. Like, technically, though, train crash. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, I mean, at least there's that where it's like, okay, so there's at least there aren't a bunch of other innocent people who will die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. But also, you just got to imagine that there's... There's a lot of butterfly effects out there that she's just going to have to be cool with. Yeah. I mean, even if they don't wind up, you know, coming back to her at all. It's like you still, it's like everyone who was involved in that at all, their lives are now different than it was mm-hmm. in the previous timeline. timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's just like, hey, who knows? Maybe there's like a cop who went to the crash site to like help out there. Mm-hmm. But since there was no crash site, he got called somewhere else and shot and killed. Yeah. Do you, are you ready to have that on your head, Julie? <laughs> You're never going to think about it. You just got your parents back. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just being a jerk to be a jerk. Um, 
I really truly did not like this movie. Yeah, me neither. Like as soon as it started, I knew that it was not going to be your cup of tea at all. <laughs> like it was just starting up, and I was like, "Oh man, this is yeah, oof." Uh, but I also it, knew like, that it wasn't together like all of my like least favorite genres. Yeah, but I was like, <laughs> not only that, but it's like, and also. I don't even like it. <laughs> like, it's not even a case of like, all right, well, she's not going to like it, but at least I'll have like a, a respectful, like, it is it is what it is kind of attitude. It's like, no, this is garbage. Mm-hmm. This is stupid, stupid, stupid garbage. And, uh, you know. I hope next week is better. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, don't uh, don't get your hopes up. None of, the, none of these have been particularly great. That's Space Camp was probably the best. That's why I didn't say good. I just said better. <laughs> just better. Um, but yeah, I think that is going to wrap it up for Popcorn for Dinner for this week. This Thanks. is Jeff. And Kelly. Don't say goodbye. Say good journey. Good journey.